Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of Just Around the Corner. I'm Dan. I'm a Dave here on 4680Q, Niagara's internet radio station, downtown Niagara Falls. Today, we've got a very special episode as we're going to announce the lineup for the 2023 Light of Day Canada. After a long hiatus, we are back. We announced two weeks ago that uh, our headliner for the show will be the great Jake Clemens from the E Street Band, but he's got his own band called the Jake Clemens Band. It's fantastic. Saw them open last year for the Glorious Sons, and they were fantastic. Speaking of the Glorious Sons, our uh, in-studio guests today are Jin, Niagara's hottest band. Uh, we'll be here, Jen. We're going to have Nicole, Joe, and Miles. Right now, just Nicole's in the studio, but I know the other guys are on their way. <laughs> Last week, we had an awesome show with the two Jakes, New Jersey's Jake Thistle and Minnesota's Jake Matheson, two great singer-songwriters that you need to check out on Spotify. Uh, or whatever streaming platform you use. Their music is fantastic. Great voices, great songwriters. You're going to hear a lot more of those guys coming up. Next week, we'll have a special episode of Just Around the Corner Songs from Around the Corner, where I'll be playing songs from the Light of Day lineup that you're going to hear about really soon. So uh, that'll be a great show. We'll play some uh, different songs, some songs you probably wouldn't know from the bands, but we want you to uh, want you to hear some of the uh, great artists that will be gracing our stage at the Community Center, the Central Community Center in Niagara-on-the-Lake, October 28th. Tickets should be going on sale on uh, August 1st, so uh, look for some of the announcements on Facebook and uh, the uh, Light of Day Canada website. Speaking of our lineup, it's been five years since our last show. I uh, just mentioned that it's been a long hiatus. Five years ago, we had a show at the Seneca Queen Theater. Uh, just down the road here with Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. A year later, we had Tim Hicks all ready to go. Uh, actually, we had taken a year off. My father had passed. So we'd taken a year off, and we got rolling again for the 2020 season. We had Tim Hicks lined up for the Meridian Center. We had paid our deposit to the artist. We were ready to rock, and then something happened. I think you all might have remembered this thing called COVID, and we had to give back our deposit, cancel the show, and... Uh, then in 2020, we did a virtual show, which was cool. We had great people like uh, uh, Tom Morello, Steve Earle, Rusty Young from Poco before he passed, uh, Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls. We had Wayne Kramer. Uh, we even had Ron James, a comedian, open up. We had a lot of great local acts like Frankie Peterangelo and Jen and everybody. So it was a it was a great, great uh, show, but it was virtual. Uh, you know, we got a little tired of the virtual stuff. So now we're back to being live. And, hey, I just see two of Jen's members crossing the street. So everybody will be here when we bring them into the, uh, into the studio. So we're back to raising money and awareness uh, for people. Parkinson's and Cancer Research. Um, this year, all proceeds uh, from our show are going to go to the Parkinson's uh, Rehab Clinic at the Hotel Shaver Do, or the Hotel Do Shaver, sorry about that, and uh, the Walker Family Cancer Clinic. So uh, that's where we give our money to. We've lost uh, quite a few folks to cancer that uh, were in our LOD circle. And of course, Light of Day is synonymous with uh, raising awareness and money for uh PSP, ALS, and of course, Parkinson's disease. So like I said, tickets should be going on sale next Tuesday at 10 o'clock. That's August 1st. We will be putting the details on our Facebook page and our website. So you go check that stuff. So now the moment that you guys have all <laughs> waiting for. Drum roll, please. Okay, that is one damn long 
drum roll that I found on Spotify. Anyways, if you have been a fan of Lady Day and you've been coming to our shows, if you've been down in Asbury, Asbury Park, you know the formula uh, to our success when it comes to the performances. We go band, acoustic, band, acoustic, band, acoustic, and then we end with a headliner. Uh, and then a kick-ass finale usually ensues. Only once it did not. We won't get into that. That's a long story that's a little too painful to bring up these days. Uh, but this year we have an incredible, incredible lineup of band and bands and acoustic artists. Uh, so the show is going to kick off at 6.50 with announcements from our host, which is to be determined. Uh, we're still working on uh, getting a great host for our show. Uh, I think we've got somebody cool lined up, so uh, look for that. But kicking off the show, now I promised this kid years ago that by light of day 10 he could play, and he did. He played an acoustic set when Steve Earle played the Scotiabank Center. He did a great job and has been playing ever since. And now he gets to open up with his studio band from his uh, uh, recent recording of his album, Happy to Be Here. So we're going to have Evan Rotella in the Happy to Be Here band. They're going to kick things off at 7 o'clock. Next up, our guest today will be... Uh, our second act, Jen. Jen will be uh, performing for the first time at a light of day. Looking forward to talking to the, talking to them about that. So we kick it off with Evan Rotel and his uh, happy to be here band. Then Niagara's hottest band, Jen, will take the stage. Right after that, we got the Stephen Stanley band from the lowest of the low. Stephen Stanley, you may remember him. He's got a great band, Stephen Stanley band. They've got a new album coming out, so hopefully we'll be hearing a few tunes from that. Right after Stephen Stanley from the swamps of Jersey, Mr. Bobby Mahoney and the Seventh Son, although he only goes by Bobby Mahoney now, but I just wanted to throw that in there. On the poster, it'll just be Bobby Mahoney, but it's Bobby Mahoney and the Seventh Son. All the boys are coming down. And then after Bobby from the Hammer, they're together again, folks. Teenage Head with our pal Dave Rave uh, will take the stage. Look, really looking forward to that. i got to give those guys a few extra minutes because we've been uh, dying to hear them play. And then from uh, Kingston, Ontario, the Queen of Kingston, Miss Emily and her band will be right after Teenage Head. And hopefully we'll have a few cool guests that she's going to announce over the next couple of months. So look for that. And then, of course, headlining the show will be the great Jake Clemens and the Jake Clemens Band. In between all of the acts, what we do is while they're setting up for their uh, their set, then we uh, have an acoustic performer who uh, will uh, play until they're all ready. So our acoustic acts and our acoustic performances this year will be Jake Matheson with our buddy Danny Gochnar from the House Rackers, uh, Niagara's Frankie Peter Angelo. Uh, he'll be, uh, let me see if I got this right here. I'm... Uh, to get my song ready there so we have frankie peter angelo he'll be that he'll be one of our acoustic acts the rick rose trio rick rose from 4680q uh will be doing an acoustic set as well jason heath and jason federici these guys are coming all the way from california uh you know they play with they play with tom morello and wayne kramer and all these guys they've got a band called jason heath and the grady souls couldn't fit the whole band in this time but we are uh lucky to have them uh, gracing our stages for an acoustic set and our final acoustic act of the night, the president of Light of Day down in Asbury Park, our friend and Niagara's adopted son, Mr. Joe Durso, will be uh, performing. So it's going to be an incredible lineup. So li listen to that one more time. I'm just going to say it one more time. You got Evan Rotella and the uh, Happy to Be Here band, 
Jin, the Stephen Stanley Band, Bobby Mahoney and the Seven Sun, Teenage Head, Miss Emily and her band, and Jake Clemens Band, with Jake Matheson, Danny Gochnar, Frankie Peterangelo, Rick Rose Trio, Jason Heath and Jason Federici, and Joe Durso playing acoustic. Oh, it's going to be a great, great, great night. So thanks to all the artists who agreed to be part of the show. Uh, before we bring on our first guests, uh, I always like to play a song um, of theirs uh, that that I like it doesn't always have to be their uh, their hit or uh, the song that everybody plays, but it's a song that that really got me when I listened to this album. It's a phenomenal album. The name of the album is Peggy and Her Ongoing Adventures in Wonderland. It's a mouthful, but it's a great title. And uh, th- this is one of our uh, mine and my son Evan's favorite songs from that album. Play it all the time. I love this album. They'll be playing Light of Day for the first time in October. Here's Jin with Cocaine Kite. <laughs> 468Q, I'm Dan Amadeus, this is just around the corner. Jin is up next. She's a cocaine kite, she gets high on flight, and well, I just might be the dealer. She's a haircut liar She got homemade fire And she knows I'm tired of breathing in Hold me, hold me now Don't kill the flowers, let them grow Take these helping hands You need them more than you could know
Ah, damn, what a great groove. You're listening to Just Around the Corner on 4680Q, Niagara's internet radio station. I'm Dan, I'm a Dave. That was Jin with Cocaine Kite from their debut album, Peggy and Her Ongoing Adventures in Wonderland. Could you have had a longer title for your album? You got three letters in your name, and then there's a paragraph of the album. <laughs> Trying to remember it when you're 57, it's like, I know, something about... Peggy, definitely one of my favorite albums, and uh, in the last couple of years, great job, guys. Pretty good rhythm section you got there, Nicole. It's okay. Well, welcome, 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 guys. Let's see, can you chat so I can see if your your level's Hello. good? Are we getting? Uh, are we getting there? there? Can you hear me? Can you, is it on? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Knock, knock, <laughs> knock, knock. That's good. All right, so we have. Oh, why don't we go around the table like we're in school? Okay. Tell, tell us about yourself. Introduce. Uh, my name is. Uh, <laughs> Miles the Dastardly Rogers. That's what they call me. Mm. Why? Um, I don't know. That's uh, just, just, what, they, that just right what they coined me as. Yeah. And, and, and who would you be, a uh, lovely lady? I'm, I'm Nicole, and um, I play guitar, and I also sing. I do my very best to sing. Um, and what's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show... Well, now you're going to have to put this fun. Big pussy, if you're listening. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> Please come to the left. Okay, Vinny, Vinny, you just got asked to host the show on the air, so I will be sending I you an email you're later. I promise you're going to love our band. <laughs> yes, you will. And we would never whack you. But he might whack you. You better be careful. I would be honored. You'd be honored would, be if that's honored. how I go out, oh my God. Well, you know, Vinny did, uh, he did host uh, three of our shows, and he's a, he's well, a great he's, host. Well, he's coming back. So we got to bring him back. <laughs> you heard that, Vinny, right here on 4680Q, because we know Vinny is sitting by the computer right now listening. I love it. <laughs> He'll listen at the podcast, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, on Spotify. Next up is, beside Nicole. Joseph. Now, are you related at yes. all to anybody in the band? Yes, I am the older brother. It's of, me. I'm the older... <laughs> Uh, cooler sibling. Mm. Now, <laughs> I, I, I was gonna, I, I was gonna say Nicole might have something to say. I about don't. That. I just, I need to let him have that. Yeah. What's your favorite color? Green. She, she's definitely cooler. She's, a, she's a blue girl. So, I don't need yeah. to say it. That's the thing, right? Yeah. So, um, I'm not, guys. You gotta bear with me here, cause like I got three things to do at once, and I'll see if I can get this going here. So I hear today is somebody's birthday. Is that, is that true? Yeah. So I thought maybe what we could do is we could all sing. <laughs> yeah. He's got a Everybody. Happy <laughs> Happy birthday, Joe! Your, What's your skincare routine, man? That was good. What's your skin? Twenty-seven. You don't Nuts. look a day over twenty-six. Good job. Good job. I've got I've got the youth in here today. I think yeah. I think their ages added up together equal mine. So that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah. Wow, on your way to thirty. 
Nope. Yeah. He's a musician. 27's the last year. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. really? I forgot about that, yeah. Jimmy that's and everybody. That's only if you're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's going to live a long, prosperous life. You're going to be famous. Yeah. I, I have a feeling you don't live the same type of life as some of those guys that Jimmy Hendrix nah, and Jameson. I don't think so on. Now, you play their music, though, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Jim covers all of those yep. guys. We, we do, yeah. All the dead guys. All the dead guys. Oh, the you. dead guys do How about the, the dead? We don't do the dead. Ah. No. Nope. You thinking about it? Um, no. <laughs> let, them, let them rest in peace. Yeah. We've, yeah, I mean, it's just not really our bag. Well, we've probably got uh, some folks that uh, aren't familiar that are listening, maybe from, not from the Niagara region. So I want to ask you guys some questions. I've been asking everybody uh, similar questions, but I really don't know the answers to this stuff. So normally when I'm doing my research, I know all the answers. So I kind of, I'm, I'm winging it. Say I winged it. I'm winging it today, and I'm uh, just kind of making some stuff up as I go. But the one question I've been dying to ask is, how did you guys all get together? Now, let me actually let me backtrack before we get to the, how Jin got together. You guys are brother and sister. Have you been playing music together your whole lives or was this a new venture for you? No, we were we've been doing it since we were young children. Were you like doing it? Were you guys like in the living room playing for mom and dad, the two of you? Yeah, really? uh, downstairs in the basement. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So, and it was loud and it was not good. So, well, yeah, because you had a drummer in the house. You had a girl that liked to yeah. wail away on the guitar. Now, were you? Were you this good when you were you know? No, we're not even that good now. No, no, no. This no. the self deprecation we isn't were... gonna work because I I've seen you. And I don't, uh... I've let other people that have come in, like Stephen Stanley, they've come to see you and they're like, Wow. So yeah, you are that good. But when you were young, were you no, it were wasn't... you were you like it wasn't a child prodigy situation. No. It was very much a, we started from the bottom and it was very obvious. <laughs> so how old were you when you started? I was six. What about you, Joe? Joe was, well, I think I was six di- at seven. different times. Yeah. Right. Because we're two years apart, so. Did you start, like, before? Like, did she kind of follow Actually, your lead? I did. That's what I was Actually, today will be, today's 20 years that I've been playing the drums. Oh. oh Mazel tov. That's cute. Now, i got to yeah. give your parents a lot of credit, because Evan, Evan did do uh, drums for a few months, and we got him drums. And I, I didn't complain, but boy, I was so happy when he went back to guitar. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> Especially when you're not quite so good at yeah. it. Yeah. You... So, were you guys in any other band together before you started, Jim? Not together. No. 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 What about you? Were you in another band? Uh, I was, when I was about, uh, I'd say when I was about nine years old, I got into a band with my cousin Anthony. Oh, really? That other great Niagara yeah. artist. I know you guys were cousins. And a, and a couple other guys. And we played... Uh, my first, my first, I guess, official gig was the Christmas Parade. Really? Uh, cool. They never forget your first gig. Yeah. And then I played a couple gigs. I, I was never allowed to stay in the bars. Like, till, uh, you know, till mm-hmm. after, like, after I was done playing. But somehow I still, I still was still able to get in there, so... I think it was a. It wouldn't fly today, like the way it did uh, no, <laughs> eighteen yes. years ago. Back but in the old days. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I that don't think. That was probably so. the end of that. Yeah. And what about you? Were you in a, a band before no. Jim? No. So Jim was your first official band. Yeah. Well, and then how did you hook up with this handsome young fella, Miles? His dad like told us about him because he was in Australia. Yeah. Tell us that story. I know this story now. I just thought about it. I, I was. Uh, I was living in Australia as a barista. And uh, one day I got a text from my dad, which was fairly uncommon. I mean, not to say that my dad and I didn't didn't talk while I was up there, but 
just when you're uh, 12 hours apart. You don't often, you're not often awake yep. when uh, you receive a text, and I was awake. I was working early in the morning, and um, something told me to go to the bathroom, so I took a bathroom <laughs> break to check out this text, and uh, it was a video of uh, Joe and Nicole playing, and I was like, well, they're bloody amazing, but what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> we had a bass player, too. It was yeah. like a full band. That's yeah. right. I was yeah. going to say, you had a bass player. Yeah. I know the story. Yeah. So. I don't tend to talk. I, don't, I feel like that's outside of my realm to talk about, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I, I mean, I had seen a video of Nicole uh, on the internet before that, too, and I was like, wow, she's wicked. Um, too bad I'm uh, in Australia. And when I came back, uh, it was only a matter of time before we kind of got hooked up together just to uh, just to jam, jam at yeah, a gig Mark, one time. Mark, Popa. Mark yeah, sort I of, hate to say it, but I, I got to give my dad credit where it's but he, he's got a, he's got a vision and he doesn't let it uh, he doesn't let it go. Well, and like, let's let's let everybody know because uh, some folks might not know that are listening. Mm-hmm. But his father mm-hmm. is the great Mark Rogers, one of the best drummers. Around uh, from LMT Connection and uh, New World Sun, and uh, he knew he knows a thing or two about music. So I think I think he had uh, you know a, a little bit to say there yeah, when he, when just, he thought you he's would just fit fine. in. He's just fine. He's just fine. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Like, I mean, I've like I've known cooler people, but yeah. like you know, Ooh, he's Mark, like, if you you're know, listening, <laughs> the great the ball the ball busting across the, 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 across the airways. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, he, yeah. he had, uh, He's giggling yeah. to himself right now. So, uh, are you listening, Mark? And so, yeah. So, all credit to to Mark. Yeah. He had the vision, and and uh, he lied to both. He lied to all of us. He told us each a different story because he told me, he was like, "Oh, Miles's old band that he used to play with was supposed to play at Copa, Copa Cabana, but they can't now. <laughs> so he needs a band." And uh, I was like, "Oh, okay." But he told you that we had a. He told Miles that we had a gig there, and our bass player couldn't make it. No, he said he said he He's needed me maker. to play with them because I was the only one that knew how to work the sound. Oh that yeah, it was a whole thing. It was, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. It was, it was very like was you tell your parents that you're sleeping at my yeah, house, and I'll tell yeah, my parents yeah. that I'm sleeping at your. And house. we actually didn't know. We didn't know that he told us different stories until like a year ago. Oh, you just oh really? no! It was it was funny because yeah. we we got talking about it one time, and Miles was like, "That's what he told you," because he told me something different. But anyway, <laughs> we played that we played that gig, and Joe and I got in the car after, and we were like, "Damn it, damn it!" He, he got us. <laughs> now now I <laughs> now we have a decision to make. I, I was gonna say, I mean, you got rid of Pete Best, Brad, and Ringo. Like, what what happened there? It was amicable. Like, it, it wasn't was like That's it good. wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, because. Because he was a great guy and he was a friend of ours coming out of high school. That was our high school band, right? I, I was like that say, was well, it, especially right? Especially at the so, beginning, it's always something yeah, close to you, right? We weren't so. looking for anything. We weren't. It was. It just happened, and sometimes when it happens, you just got to take it, right? I'm sure he was a good bass player, but you got the best. He was. You, got you the, know, you got and the best now. He's a great bass player. Yeah, and, but it's just um, more than anything, like it's about chemistry, right? And uh, that's that's just something that was undeniable when we played with Miles. So for me too. By yeah. The way. Well, I mean, I've never played. With, and, like, it was just so instant. Yeah, uh, it really. was instant. So what year was that when you guys actually formed the band? 2018, I think. So it's not that long. You guys yeah. Well, well I, guess, I guess in your years, it, yeah. it's long when you're 27. Five we were years playing like... But for me, it's Like 2015 long. is when me, and Joe, and our other bass player were playing in high school. We formed for a battle of bands. Uh, so we did that okay. till 2018, then we found Miles. So it's been this version of Gin since 2018. And you were originally called Gin? No. 
Oh, what were you called? Oh, it was so stupid. Was it, was oh it God, as long I as the album? I know how I came up with it. It was Peggy and the Great how, Adventures okay. into the Great Wide yeah. Open. What was it? So, what was the name of the band? What happened was. Last minute. La, it was last la, minute decision. It was last minute. Because we didn't have a band and then. The name was last minute? Or you no, made it last like, shout, <laughs> shout out to Frankie P because he forced us to be in Battle of Bands a week before it happened. Yeah. Really? So we had to come up with a band name. And uh, we. <laughs> and we uh, Nobody can see that. We're on radio. <laughs> we were we were in the we were in Chico's room, right? Yeah, we and we were like, he was like, well, you have to come up with a name. He's like, you have to go up to the whiteboard right now, write down a name because I'm putting up the schedule on the board. Well, this was in class. Yeah. Because yeah. Frankie, Frankie P, by the way, everybody knows him from uh, you know, Mad Hatters and Isolation Station. If you were locked up during COVID, yeah. he was yeah. he was one of our favorites, and he's yeah. a great friend of ours. And not only taught Nicole, he's kind of been a mentor. Yeah, he's too. one of my best friends. Yeah. Yeah. But there was a poster on the wall. And I looked at the words. I was like, is there a word that's like, maybe might be cool for a band? And I saw the word justify. So I, I picked that. Cool. It's not good, but that's I just bad. picked it because it made, it kind of made sense. Was this before or after the Justin Timberlake record? It was. Justified. It was. Uh, <laughs> that's why we had to make it justify because yeah. we couldn't uh, take justified. Right, right. Because yeah. you might get sued. Yeah. So we stayed as that and then we graduated high school and then uh, Jin came after. Very cool. And what what does gin stand for? Nothing. I was going to say, it's got nothing to do with the three of you. It's got, no. I mean, there's only one N, there's another cold, but there's not. And yeah. there's no dots between the letters. Yes. Yeah. There's no dots, guys, and it's Everyone, gin the band. It's not an, yes. ac- it's not it, an acronym it, anymore. Is it gin the band? It's gin the band. Because on Spotify, it's yes. gin the band. What do you want on the poster for Light of Day? Because they're coming out tomorrow. Gin the band. Gin the band. Yeah, gin the band. Yeah. No dots between the letters. Please, it's not everyone. an acronym. <laughs> no more. We got yeah, it's, yeah, I didn't we think to, it was. We have to draw a line somewhere. We're yeah. gonna squash it right now. Yeah. But it's funny because we're putting together the poster right for Light of Day, and you got like, you know, Bobby Mahoney in the Seventh Son. You got, I, I, we called it Evan Rotella in the in the Happy to Be Here band, right? But okay. H, but, but that's an acronym. <laughs> we didn't. So it's all these long names, the Stephen Stanley band, you know, and then there's Jim. I'm like. This doesn't fit. There's like three so, so Jin the band. Well, at first that was thank you. Aesthetically, thought, that's going to be much better. At first we thought <laughs> you, if we put if you put Jin on a poster, you'd have to make it huge, otherwise it would be tiny. Yeah. So that was that's like, a good point. Yeah, yeah. But if we're opening, well, then it's tiny. Well, when you're, tiny. Well, you're yeah. A, yeah. When you're in a festival listing, though, yeah. it's like there's three letters. Three Actually, tiny that, letters. That happened for Canadian Music Week. We just Jin. Oh just yeah. Tiny little. Yeah. Well, that's what was happening with our poster. I'm like, yeah. you can't see their name. Well, now you have two more words to add. To I'm it, adding so. the band. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. With without. Uh, no, no dots, okay. or we're no not periods. playing. <laughs> yeah, period. Even if we're on the poster. <laughs> so, are you excited? I mean, think about this. You're you're now on a, a show that is just wildly popular internationally, right here, the, just around the corner with Dan and Dave. Like, so you're on this today, and it's now it's been announced that you're on the lighted day lineup, lighted day Canada. Like, does it get you guys have like reached the summit? Does it we get, have. get much better than this? It doesn't. Well, actually, I quit. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> right after the show? I'll keep playing. So, <laughs> <laughs> Joe's it's not, it's it's got no allegiance. Jim the band is not his joke. Joe the band. Finally, they're gone. Yeah, yeah. you just be Joe. That's yeah. true. That works yeah. perfect. Just yeah. have to change a couple letters. Are you excited to be part of Light of Day? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, it's, you know, you're, I know you're into the Sopranos right now, and but Light of Day is kind of the same thing. Like, once you're in, you can't get out. Well, it's, then I, it's well, a familiar, you can't get out. Well, then I guess we're uh, being held against our will. There's nothing I love more. And I've been telling Miles, and I just mentioned it to Nicole, so Joe, you're here for the first time, but I got, you guys got to come down to Asbury Park. 
you they would love you down there. I'm telling you, if you were on if you were on a bill with Bobby Mahoney, wait till you see Bobby Mahoney in the Seventh Sun. You're gonna you're gonna love these boys. But I, they would just love you down there. And there's a lot of different people down there. We got to get you to Asbury Park. Well, All right, you don't have to come out, out on the radio. Jersey. Yeah, we're trying to you. we're trying to travel more for sure. So. Yeah, but we got to get you down there because there, there's there's so many different venues, and I think you guys would just kill it down there. I know that I've sent your stuff to a lot of the guys down there, and they love it. So well, they're looking you. forward to coming up and seeing you guys here. So, Sweet. so yeah. So tell me a little bit, Miles, about your beginnings, like before gin. Where did you where did you come from? Sure. Well, I grew up. Obviously, we talked about my dad enough. Um, but uh, well, we're going to talk mu- more. Music was always in the house, <laughs> and uh, you know, you were saying earlier about uh, buying Evan a, a drum kit and having to deal with the noise. But I didn't really have a choice because my dad was always teaching, and uh, there was always music around. I was going to say you had drums in drums here all the time. All the time, we had drum drums happening with students downstairs, and um, I'm sure like a lot of those practice regiments are still drilled in my head. I'll always remember them. The metronome. Yeah. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. Yeah. So Joe was a student of my dad's. Well. Um, anyways. Oh, so you're a. Uh, he was a mentor and a teacher for you. Or a teacher. Wow, <laughs> Mark, I'm sorry. I'm kind of like opening the door. I, but. Oh man. I apologize, Mark. <laughs> You can't keep He's on throwing think- underhand tosses at oh, us. I know, yeah, I am. I'm underhand tosses. I'm, I'm just lobbing them up. And you're oh, going yeah. To we'll hit, we'll hit them every time. Yeah. He's one of my favorite humans, so I'm sorry. I won't, I won't bring him up again, though. Oh, man. Uh, so, everybody always used to ask me growing up if I played drums like my dad, and I got really tired of saying yes, because at first I was playing drums. And uh, in grade six, the cool instrument to play in uh, music class was bass, and I didn't get picked for it, but I did go home that day. And tell my dad I wanted to play bass, and he was pretty stoked, and he he gave me like a really bad um, rust bass with rusty strings, and I played that thing every day for months because I wanted him to buy me a new one. <laughs> he said if I kept on playing, I'd I'd uh, I'd get a new bass, and uh, lo and behold, Christmas that year came, and I got a bass, and nice. I didn't really take it seriously um, until I joined a band after high school, and. Uh, they were called we were called Cardinals and we toured around quite a bit. And then yeah, and the next thing you know, actually I quit I quit music when I went to Australia. Hey, can I ask if you don't mind? So what were you doing down under? I, well, that's a long, <laughs> long way to go just to hang kangaroo out. breeder. Kangaroo breeder. You will never yeah, you never guess. Actually, wild choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, wild choice and and we fed the kangaroos chips mm-hmm. um, and the, something about chips just. Just gets kangaroos going. They just start chips. breeding like Mostly crazy. Just chips. Just yeah. chips. Just chips. Yeah. There's some interesting information that I brought. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, now, we won't use again, uh, ever again, but you know, it's well, there. Well, he it's failed there at that, now. so he had to go back yeah, to music. It, yeah, it did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't well, stress what, that enough. But what drew you to Australia? Like, you well, looked up I, I, kangaroo The, truth, the true story is I was dating a, a girl who sucked. Uh, and I didn't realize that she sucked until we got to Australia. You're listening to Just Around the Corner Therapy Session. Four six eighty Q. And uh, anyways, tell me more, Mom. Yeah, and uh, and then you know that didn't pan out, and so I was planning on staying in Australia forever. But good thing uh, we broke up because I came home and started playing with these guys, and the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah, and these guys have made me. Uh, a much better bass player. Still bad. 
Well, we all make each other better. But that's I, the I, thing. I can believe that because you, you're all great musicians. I mean, and I never thought that I'd, that I'd uh, be able to play Smoke on the Water. And once now I started you can, playing yeah. with Nicole, it was like, now it's like yeah. easy stuff, you know? Now, did you ever want to leave the bass for a guitar? Like, do, do bass players just, like, love their bass? or like? Is it... I think a lot of bass players are uh, guitar players that didn't make the cut. Um, I can happily say that that was never me, and I just wanted to play bass. You just bass. wanted to play bass? Yeah. So I just... I did, actually, if there was any other instrument I'd want to play, it would be drums um, at this point in my life. But I always rejected the drumming spirit in me because I didn't want to be like my dad when I was growing up. But now I would love to have a little bit of that talent because I think drums are the coolest. Well, Joe, You're part of the rhythm Joe can teach you. And then, I say we just switch. Yeah, and then, Joe and I have been talking about Or we could have two drummers and oh, no bass and one guitar cool. player. Yeah. Or you can give up guitar and play bass. Or we all start drumming. Or we all play bass. All three of you. That <laughs> would be there cool. There are so many options. Just three bass players. <laughs> yeah. But you know, there's a lot of bands that we go see now. Even the Arkells, when we went to see them a couple of weeks ago, like they're, you know, the, the bass player's playing keys and the keyboard is jumping back on. Well, he wasn't on drums, but I see that in a lot of bands. They're, they're just rotating around. They're all mm. playing different yeah. stuff. So you guys could switch mid midway through the set and... You go to bass. Know, it just it, well. The thing is, it cool. would sound even worse. Yeah, it would get pretty bad. Yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, we're the we're the one band Stop. in the area that can't uh, can't do the instrument switch thing. <laughs> <laughs> it just does. Nope, we do that and we do it and we can't do anything else. <laughs> so, are you guys working on a new? Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm jumping way ahead. I was going to talk to you about the new. Album. I want to go back and talk about Peggy. So. When did you start writing Peggy, and uh, when was it actually completed? June 19th. No, it was 20-something. We didn't know we were writing an album. Like, it was like, it was just like songs. The first song I ever wrote that had anything to do with Peggy was like 2019 in June. So you didn't go Um, into it? Like, it seems like a concept album. It is, but like, we didn't know, like, we didn't like sit down and we're like, let's write a concept album. It was just like... um, you know, we kept writing songs, and we were playing, like, a couple original shows here or there, and, like, I remember Miles saying to me, you know, I bet you we could make some sort of story out of this, like a concept album. Right. We talked about it, like, we were like, yeah, but, like, a concept album's not really something you do for your first record. Um, it is if you're Jim. So, uh, that's kind of the joke. So, that's the joke. Um, <laughs> so, because um, it's not oh, like... Oh, you pulled it out, damn it, because it's great, so... Well, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was a lot of work. Like, for <laughs> we probably should have started with something a bit easier, but, um, but yeah, that's we're kind of doing the reverse. Like, I feel like a lot of bands, their first album is, like, you know, like an introduction, and it's, like, not, not quite as... Yeah. produced and like thought out um and now we're like reversing that because now we want to just release music and uh just kind of have it be a bit more raw i guess and not not but put I, so many other instruments <laughs> i know you say reverse but i mean you you it is kind of in reverse because you came up with a great album to start i mean it really is I it mean, was I, just a lot to do for you uh, yeah i'm sure in a funny way but it, it is the perfect introduction to our band because with the three of us we are so like driven by the wind and like whatever like we are kind of feeling at the time is what we end up making. Like right. Yesterday we were messing up, messing around with a like a jazz fusion. Oh, I can see that with you guys. Idea that was like totally outside, yeah. but we were all like, "Well, this is what we're yeah. doing right now." It's it's you know? different. Like we, we been, don't really stop ourselves. It's a, it's we're in different. Uh, we 
just whatever phase we're in. Like we've been getting together again every week to jam and write. Like last week we wrote a punk song that Miles like Miles brought a punk song to the table and nice. this week we wrote a song in nine eight time and uh, <laughs> it's, uh, and it's like kind of like a prog fusion thing and uh, then we have this this other song that's kind of more like a Zeppelin inspired thing um, so it's basically just whatever we're feeling we have yeah, a lot we'll of put different it together later yeah it's a lot of different influences so we yeah. just we just take something from all of them well Peggy's got a lot of different styles too i found in listening to it i mean you got honestly my favorite song in the album is cocaine cat i love how you it starts off with, with you guys and and then is it cocaine kite that starts off with you on the bass uh well no, it's, it's instrumental wonderful. it's just right yeah no 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 i think okay. it was going anyways anyways i just like the way you guys uh, you know you all you all have different opportunities throughout a lot of your songs to, it's a good to solo yeah a great, great group. People were noticing, because we've been playing a lot more original shows lately, um, people really like that one. And I don't think any of us really expected it. Oh, it's... Because we're writing so much, like, heavy rock stuff right now. Yeah. That, like, we'll put that in, and, like, people will be, like, dancing. And, they're cool really, and, like, they'll yeah. say it to us after. They'll be like, I really like that your song, Cocaine Kite. And it's, like... It's it's cool. It makes me happy because yeah. I didn't know when I wrote it that it was going to be like one that people pick out. I got especially now that we've written songs that I think are just so much better and like so much like we've grown so much yeah. that like it's it's nice you know that people are are still like no I actually really like that song and it's like oh cool. But I remember but when I first when Nicole first sent me that song I I thought it was a great song. You um, did freak out about that one. I, I thought it was a great song yeah. and I heard all I heard the parts in my head. Yeah. In my head, like, immediately. So it know? seems to be standing the test of time. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And because when I first heard the album, uh, that song. Peggy was my f- favorite. Like, the, the first the, the first song was uh, my favorite. And Evan actually used to play it in his uh, gigs once in a while. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, that's so, so cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. Because we were, like, so in, so into that. But, I again, I love the groove on some of your songs. And I'm going to be ending with uh, uh, Don't Talk About the Money. It's nice. just such cool. a cool cool so especially the way you you start the song off with you know you've, yeah. got, you've got such a, a unique and cool voice i'm uh, I, I said it last week because the two guys that we had on jake thistle uh who's a jackson brown guy and uh jake matheson they've got beautiful voices they've got that uh jackson brown type of voice Bert cummings it. you know that that but the people that i listen to are all like springsteen tom waits i like the unique voices mm-hmm. captain beefheart you know if you guys we call them character that. voices yeah. yeah lou reed like i like that kind yeah, of voice bob i like dylan. that even rod stewart bob dylan i've always loved Robert that type Plant, of voice the ultimate character yeah, that's and that's true. what i loved about your voice the first time i heard you you just, I just when people ask me and i hopefully you take offense to being compared to people but i i said if you like took like amy winehouse and Robert Plant and Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix and put them in a blender wow. and said, you've <laughs> got, is, you've got How do I Nicole. take offense to that? Well, it's some like... people don't like it. I, I actually mentioned to one guy uh, once that he sounded like Tom Waits on one of his songs and he gave me the look of death and I'm like, I thought that'd be a good thing to say to somebody. Tom, Tom Waits is, is pretty sick. cool. Yeah. But, you know, but it, that's, your voice, I, I love unique voices, and I think that's what captured me at first. And then you can play guitar a little bit, and you got a great drummer and a great bass player, so it's a, it's a nice uh, it's a nice package. It's an okay combination, you know. Yeah, I, I think I, one of the first times I saw you, and then I saw your mom. I did not realize I went to school with your mom. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I think the first full show I saw was at Jeff Rose, which I'm so sad is gone because I th- I like Jeff Rose. We just honestly down the used street. to have so much fun playing there. Yeah, you guys were there a lot. 
quite were, a bit. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, one of the questions that's somewhere on this sheet is you guys have had some pretty cool residencies. You were at the local for quite some time. Mm, we're still there monthly. We're there this Thursday. Oh, so you are there uh, still. Mm -hmm. Cool. Now, do you have any other ones? I know you were at the Dakota for a while in Toronto. Yeah, we were, but it was Sunday, so it was tough to get people out. Um, but we do, like, usually, like, twice a month at Merchant Ale House on Sundays. They have, like, a, a rotating oh, nice. roster of, of a few bands. Great place. So, yeah, we love playing there. Yeah, great beer. A lot came from the Dakota shows, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we had to... We had like to get what? into Toronto eventually because there's just more opportunities there. Right, exactly. And um, that's what I was thinking. Like being at, being at a place like Dakota, I mean, that's that's a place that I've heard of. And I know yeah. a lot of guys like Stephen Stanley, those guys have all played yeah. there. Well, even if there wasn't a lot of people there, once in a while there were some people who, you know, would would say, oh, I know this bar, I know this bar, I'm putting on this show and you guys should play it. Or, you know, so it's well, just kind of... It's good on the resume. Yeah. Played at Dakota. Yeah. Right? We, what a, and those Sunday gigs actually turned into us getting... Uh, management yeah so oh really yeah, yeah. so oh, tell us more you know, about that what happened well people were like maybe two people were coming on a sunday sometimes we get i think the most we ever had was like 16 people at the dakota on a sunday yeah yeah we were driving up there every sunday i was gonna say that's got to be a little after, bit yeah. after, after playing all after weekend playing right all weekend. Like, and you drive all the way up there to you know knowing four that people probably no one was going to be there yeah, but we were yeah. just doing it putting the time yeah and just then, do character builders that's what mark calls them. yeah yeah, and then uh, a guy named Elliot came up to us. Uh, uh, hi, Elliot and Stu. I doubt you're listening, but I bet you they, I <laughs> bet you <laughs> Elliot is listening because yeah. you know it's, yeah. it's a wildly popular podcast. Hey, Aubrey. Hi, Aubrey. I said that. Before. Hi, Aubrey. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, these guys came Sweet up to us nation. and we started a conversation and started a relationship with them. And uh, yeah, about half a year later, it was like time to time to make it official. So very uh, cool. They're awesome. Awesome dudes, and, and you didn't tell them that you were on this show. No, management needs to know these. I things. know they're gonna. Well, they're gonna not want to work with us anymore now. Yeah. Contract yeah. terminated. Okay. I mean, it's 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 Dan and Dave, then it's Howard Stern. Like it's your yeah, one. That's you're true. just just below. That's true. Like, you they're should gonna be. be they're going to want to be in the know. And they're missing out on a big marketing opportunity yeah, here for it's you true. guys. But, but I mean, that's what we mean, like, take every gig, you know, because, like, you, you just don't know. Like, well, you don't know what's yeah, going to come out of absolutely. it. And, and too, I mean, like, we're just, we, we got so well-seasoned and, like, rehearsed because of it, you know? Right. Even if we were playing empty rooms. Nothing phases <laughs> us anymore. We just, yeah, I mean, like, we, we tried stuff because it was like, well, no one's here, so let's just mess around, you know? Right, like, and, it's, it's like practice and yeah. you didn't pay it. I mean, well, not well, not really. Well, not not so much so for that one. Okay, but, so it's, um, it's, it's practice. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> we were, yeah. We were. It's not always paid practice, um, but it is yeah. practice. Yes, it is. Well, you know, I I don't know if you guys are too young to know this guy, but Gary U.S. Bonds. Have you ever heard of Gary U.S. Bonds? Mm -mm. Did a song called Quarter to Three. He was huge in the fifties uh, and sixties, and Springsteen brought him back years later. Anyways, when Bruce and Little Steven started producing him in the eighties, I it was was my dad's music but now it became my music because they were writing all the songs and i went to see him in buffalo now here's a guy that used to play the stadiums right and i went to see him in buffalo at a bar and i thought we were there on the wrong night there were like eight people in this bar and i'm thinking this is gary bonds like i thought this guy was really popular so he was at the bar and i said you know hey, gary's everything good like is there going to be a show tonight and he was flipping out about the marketing and the guy didn't promote it and blah 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 and he looked at, and I said, oh, man, I really want to see you. I've never seen you. You're one of my dad's favorites, and I love what you're doing now. And he said, don't worry. I'm going to put on the best damn show you've ever seen. And he got up there, and they had a 12-piece band. There were more people in the band than in the seats. 
and he killed it. He played for two and a half hours. He could have played for an hour. I'm like, you know, and I'm out of here. He played for two and after the show when we were chatting, he said, "You play every show like it's ten thousand, twenty thousand people. Doesn't matter if there's two people or ten thousand. You play it the same way because you never know who's going to be in the crowd." I went on and on with that story because I've always taken that as I tell Evan that all the time. It doesn't matter. There's three people here. Play. And one person walks into that room and goes, hey, you're pretty good. These guys are good. Mm-hmm. That's how you find your management, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And honestly, sometimes like, sometimes you are playing to a full room and no one's listening and they're all talking over you. Yeah, and then, and there's then that. sometimes there's like one table there and every after every song they're freaking out and they're like, you guys are the best. We're so glad we came out tonight. You know? Yeah, yeah. So then it's just fun because it's like, okay, cool. You guys are... Try to show for you. Yeah, you know. Like well, it's... and I know you, you feed off of your audience, right? Like, you mm-hmm. get the energy back from yeah. them, right? When yeah. you're looking out and you see people singing. When, you know, I, I know I've played a couple of gigs like that, like yeah. you just said, where, the, you know, people are talking and he's not seeing any eyeballs or anything. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other times where people are, you know, he plays right the beer garden tonight. Yeah. And yeah, people are, like, going crazy. Mm-hmm. And then he then he turns into a different performer. Yep. Yeah. But do you find that you... You do turn into a different performer, or oh, do you yeah. play steady? Yeah, For sure. No, the so crowd. He's, he's not just being a. a, a the energy of the crowd kid. is no, is do, essential. Yeah. I think yeah. most definitely one of the hardest things to master is not letting it get to you. either way. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I was wondering how that would be. Because I th- like I've seen people who it doesn't matter, and it just like there could be two people there, and they're they're giving you the same walking, show, you yeah. know, and. And of course, like it's easier to tap into that energy when you've got a bunch of people that are right there and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like cheering and whatever. But like, it if you're real masters of live performance, if you don't let that bother you either way, right? You know. But it's but again, it's got to be hard because you're not feeling the energy oh, coming back. Yeah. Oh, it's really hard, and it's it feels. I don't know. Embarrassing? Is it? Is it embarrassing? The word? No. It shouldn't be embarrassing it's, because it's just the it's just the way the world is. Uninspiring. Uninspiring. Yes. And like that's the right yeah. Thing. yeah. Like you wanna you wanna give it your all, but you don't yeah. know why you can't conjure this thing. Yeah. 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 It's because it's because no one. <laughs> I we, were, we, were, we were just <laughs> we were Miles, I was say Miles and I were this. just talking about this on the way here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I have the conversation with Ev because there's been the odd time. I remember once he played a place in St. Cas, I won't say where. It wasn't promoted well. It was a Halloween show, and nobody was there. Mm-hmm. Like nobody. And he just played a night before, and it was jammed. Yeah. And and he's it was like Anna, his girlfriend, and me, and the waitresses. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you not talking? Why are you not doing? He's like, to who? Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. I guess I'm an old DJ, so I, I you know, the, the bar owners always wanted me talking. They didn't care if there was nobody in there. I always, yeah. so I guess I, I, I relate back to that. But it's got to be tough yeah. doing it that it way. Is, but, yeah. but you get right into it when you got them. All. I've been at some of your, you know, shows where you know you've got your fans down there and they're losing it. Yeah. You know, that's got to feel thing, cool. I think one thing we learned is is when it's hard like that. We, I mean, we always have played for each other and with each other. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and so and we're we're our main we're our own criticism and we're our own you know pump up so for us if it's there's hardly anyone there we kind of just play for each other start, yeah start right. playing to impress each other start playing to you know make each other laugh or yeah. whatever just to bring the, the spirit and energy of what we're doing up yeah so that we're not just looking there like but it's, bummed it's out you know mm-hmm. i think the music world it, it it's tougher post-covid i'm noticing there's yeah. not as many people out at a lot of the bars and clubs even mm-hmm. even concerts i've gone to that i'd expect to be completely 
yeah. sold out. People, Art. The late, people don't want to stay up. The late nights don't either. really work anymore. They don't. You know, yeah, and, and bars and restaurants <laughs> haven't exactly realized that yet. Because I think they're trying, you know, they're trying yeah. to be like, well, maybe if we have music late, like people will stay. It's just, it never it really doesn't, worked before COVID. It doesn't. There's only a few places she's, she's that right. the really late yeah. nights work, you know, yeah, and, and <laughs> it, it does. Right. right? And yeah. but and you kind of just have to. I don't know. It's it's tough also for like bar owners and, and the managers, you know, to understand where we see things versus where we're seeing they're seeing things you know because it's like it's like okay but like you know we play bars and restaurants all the time like we know what times that works and they're like okay but like maybe if we do this then like they'll stay you know it's like it's like okay but but we're we're telling you (laughs) trust me (laughs) seven to ten man seven to ten eight to eleven it's like yeah yeah and the thing is you still have to pay us so wouldn't you rather like put it where your money's like kind of getting more like use you know because like I think the same thing because, you know, now that Evan's been doing it for three years and I, you know, some of these bars will clear out around 10, 15 because yeah. they're, they're eateries, mm-hmm. most of them. Yeah. So they're Those people. Those should be six people to nine. Will, yeah. yeah. And, and you'll get the odd person that's there from seven and, you know, seven to 11, I still think for an acoustic guy yeah, is way too long. Too that's much. that's kind of crazy. Yeah. But there'll be people that'll stick around for an hour or two because they're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to stay for four hours if you came for dinner at 6.30, 7 o'clock. No. You're going to get out, right? I don't so, think I've ever spent four hours at a restaurant if I wasn't playing. Right, right. <laughs> like, and that's why I don't get why yeah. they don't. Now, that's got to be, you know, one of the pluses for owning a bar like uh, The Local. I mean, he knows. Yeah. He's a musician. Well, they're musicians, so he gets it. Right? right? Like, they get it. They get it. They know when the time slot is. What they know when it's hot, right? And yep. like, and and it's. Ah, I guess I four just four hours is and, too long. Yeah, three hours is still sometimes a little pushing bit, it. A yeah, little bit it long, is. You know. Oh, and it depends. Well, it depends on where you place that yeah. three hours. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like, well, what's your time slot at the local? Nine thirty to midnight. Brilliant. That's, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, that's which, good for a band. Which I think is great, to it be is. honest. Sets, like, everyone stays because it's only until midnight. And yeah. people stay past. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, it's it's great. Well, and, and well, it's known as Well, because Last Call a... hasn't even happened yet, right? So, like, you can right. still hang after. Yeah, you guys can put down the instruments, have a drink, and relax, and talk to the And sometimes we fans. do just end up sitting there and just, like, hanging out. You sure. know, like, if we're not, like, super tired. I've sat there for a while with my friends. If I don't have, like, a gig the next day or something, you know, because it's just like, well, it feels like home anyway. I like watching you watch bands. Oh, you I, get right into I, it. I, I, That's I the way everybody should be. Actually, you guys all do it because I've seen you uh, it is, grooving. But... I, I really, I really love watching a band that I love. I, yeah. Somebody I know, one I've time, seen you watch LMT and you're like, you somebody know, one time came Leroy. up to me and was like, um, they were like, you're such a good audience member. And what? I was like, thank you because <laughs> it's just like, if I'm feeling it, like I'm just, I don't know, I'm, I'm basically acting the same way I am when I perform. Like I'll, you know, I'll make the same faces and like I'll I noticed. Know, be like, I said that's in Texas, man. Yeah. It's that's a great band in Texas. Oh, we yeah. Were all freaking yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We oh, were ready yeah. to pack it in that night, too. We yeah. heard we heard music and we followed it oh, yeah. and we like sat like front, like front center. Like we were like hyping cool. these guys up. It that's was, cool. It was, we uh, so, yeah. It was so good. Well, it, it's, it's good as a musician that you guys are good audience members, too. Well, also, I think that's, we know how it feels, you know? 100%. Hundred percent, and there's nothing worse than people talking yeah. and 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 not paying attention. I'd honestly rather play to an empty bar than play to a full one where they've got their backs turned, they're not talking. Mm-hmm. You know, the the waitresses are coming up. Can you turn it down? You know, the one table. It's like don't don't have a band then. I don't know what to tell you. Like, That's right. I'm not offended. Yeah. I'm yeah. just like, well, then why am I here? You know, yes. because like I 
I understand. I love, I love the turn the music down. Oh, we get that too. I was a DJ. I used to get yeah. it. Turn, can you turn the volume down? Really? Yeah. We're, we're playing music yeah. for your patrons. Okay. Especially yeah. places where they where they they advertise yeah. very frequently yeah. that how they're this just this live steady music venue. Live, yeah. Yeah. yeah, live music every Well, that's night. what yeah. I'm getting at. Because yeah. it sounds good if you night. say that, right? It's great marketing, yeah. but then when and you then get you there. To, yeah, you go to play there and it's like, oh, well, we, we can't hear people order their their stuff. It's like, you guys are a, a live yeah. music. I thought you guys have live music every night. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, you and then <laughs> and there was one, I, I'll tell you this quick story. Uh, there was one venue that Ed was doing a songwriter show at and the owner, now it's a songwriter's and it's small, small like the local. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you know, you, you as a performer, you're, you're talking, you're playing intimate songs, you're telling stories about them. I love doing songwriter nights. Right. Yeah. But the owner himself was making so much noise and he was, so what do you want? You know, he's going up to the next man, oh. he's screaming and that was, that was playing like, you want to you know, bring it down, and he's chatting it up with people, and oh, and, oh, and, and, and I'm just looking at his watch, going, "Okay, I'm almost out of here." Right? Ten yeah. more minutes. Like, so a lot of these owners don't get it. They want yeah. to have live music. Uh, so if you're listening, owners, you know, pay attention to what the what the artists and yeah. the band. They don't are really saying. understand the etiquette. Hey, but we love places yeah. that we play. By the way, we're yeah. not just well, of course you do, and so do they, you have to appreciate those venues, but yeah. they've got to understand the, yeah. the dynamics. You know a thing or two. Yeah, yeah. but also at this point, like at this point, like we just like they need to understand that like we're a very tight knit music community and word spreads. So like if we play a bad gig, like and then I've had like friends and bands text me be like, "Hold, you know, so and so from this place wants to book us. Is it any good?" And I'll I'll straight up, you know, I'll be like, "No." That's right, and it just as as they would if it was the other way around. Or yes, of course, Uh, uh, yes, yeah, for sure. Okay, so and we're you know. Uh, I've been winging it. And we've been going, uh, you know, pretty long, so pretty good. Um, Four-hour podcast. <laughs> well, I got all night. Everybody but Vinny Pastore has gone over an hour. Vinny, Vinny, I was telling uh, Nicole earlier that he is who you see on the panels. He's a, he's a great personality. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> at the beginning of my podcast with Vinny, he he told me just before uh, before I got him on the line uh, that uh, he had forty minutes. His wife had something to do so i just figured he's yeah whatever we'll probably go past because we'll be yapping it's, it's like a a timer went off at 40 minutes he goes okay i gotta go and i'm like my oh i guess we're done <laughs> <laughs> so he was 40 minutes uh john cavity was about an hour and a half so yeah uh, when you got good people and you're, you're you got good stories it's it can go on forever but uh i appreciate you guys being in today i want to know a little bit about the new music so you, you kind of alluded to you know you're doing different kind of stuff so you had mentioned that it's not going to be a full album, probably be an EP. Mm-hmm. Any ideas on titles, when it's coming out, how many songs? Not really when it's coming out or title, but I think we're going to do like four or five songs. Because, you know, it's changing. Eh? The whole way albums and stuff were going out, I'm watching Glorious Sons, who you guys are opening up for next Friday, right? Yeah, we're very so, excited. Yeah. About Is it next Friday? Yep. yep. Yes. How did you... Okay. I'm going way. I'm going on a tangent because I'm a huge fan of the Glory Sons. How did that, how did that happen? Other than the fact that that's one of the reasons we probably didn't get them because they're playing Canal. Right, <laughs> right, right. How did you guys get on that bill? That's awesome. Yeah, that's the truth, Joe. Say I, yes to everything. Yeah. Everything, yeah. Even if you think it's stupid. Because one thing leads to the next thing leads yeah. to the next well, thing. Well, elaborate. What happened? We did the Welland uh, that opened up for that Queen tribute band. We opened band. up for a Queen tribute yeah. band. Yeah. Really? Welland Canal stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Because oh, it was a gig. We Summer, must we yeah. take gigs. Yeah. 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 And uh and you should. That's the, right. the guy, like the promoter, Dave, um, he really enjoyed us and he was like, Look, I'd love to get you guys on some bigger shows, like I'll keep you in the loop. And so he did. He did. And we got this email like a few months ago when I was reading I was Good like, man. I was like, Whoa <laughs> Okay, like I but because sometimes people just talk, awesome. you know? Yeah, no, that's but, what I mean. Good for like, him that he, he, came he through. followed through. Yeah, he's an action. Yeah. 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 And he also put us up the next night too, um, at Canal Days on the West Street stage. So you're so, playing really? Yeah. So because Evans at Canal side that night, so yeah. we'll come watch you again. Yeah. yeah. We'll head over. What time is that? I, set, I you know? believe that's like eight to eleven ish, or eight thirty to eleven. Oh, something. cool! Because he's done at eight. Something so that's like that. Yeah. Will be original. Yeah, that'll be an original set when we open up, obviously. But the next night is uh, more of like what we usually do around here. Now, are you guys fans of the Suns? I honestly like I've I've heard of them throughout the years and there's actually a lot of my friends who've been like you know it'd be a great band for you guys to open up for glorious sons and i'd be like well i don't know how that's ever gonna happen <laughs> so it's really weird cool. that it that it did right do any of you listen to them because they are brilliant i saw jake clemens who's our headliner open for the sons last year in belleville at the empire theater but their outdoor show oh my god they are unbelievable I am excited to see them. They're, I've heard Brett not, is I, a front man. man I've heard like you. I've heard their fans are like wild. I've heard they put on like a wild show, really which nice is what we too. enjoy to perform to. You know, yeah. like I'm so I'm 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 excited because it seems like they're going to be giving us the energy that we like. Oh yeah. Um, but then energy. I'm also like nervous about like matching it. <laughs> you know, because I feel like they're. No, I I don't think you should worry about that. You guys got your own thing going. He's got his own thing going. But like. He was to me. I when I when I watched him, he was kind of a cross between like Ozzy meets Springsteen meets Jagger. Like it's he's all over the stage. He's got this really cool look. I don't know if you follow him at all on Sweet. Uh, Instagram. He's he's phenomenal on social media. Brett's doing a great job with the new record and everything. But uh, good good band, and you do fit. You fit perfectly with them. That's yeah. It was a really well. Cool yeah, I definitely didn't I expect it to happen like just like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's a name I heard a lot over the years. People being like, "Yeah, you guys would be a good fit with them." Or. You well, when when you're talking to them, you know, throwing some Bruce because he's a big Bruce fan. Okay. Big I'll, I'll talk fan. about. I'll, I'll memorize eighty Bruce Springsteen songs. Just fire them all off. Now, do you know this song? I'm assuming you know your mother and father are Springsteen fans, right? My mom. Your mom, right? She went to Seattle. My mom. So she has to be. My mom likes him. My she dad, went to my school. We all, we were, <laughs> my, my, dad, my dad saw him. I'm sure. I know. He has the, the t-shirt from yeah. the concert. <laughs> Do you guys ever venture into any of that type of music? Or? No. No, right? It's to be not, honest, no. But it's, and honestly, like... It, it's it's not really you guys. I get it. It's not, but like, I understand. I get it. Yeah. Like, I totally get it. Like, he's a storyteller, right? Well, and that's like, that's that's... It's not as easy as it sounds. No, you know? yeah. no, no, no. It's a, it's a totally different genre. But his guitar player, Little Steven, if you listen to his music. Hashtag Silvio. Hashtag Silvio. Follow me on Instagram, please, Silvio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. Maureen might be listening because one of our lighted days. This is uh, just me trying to get every cast member of The Sopranos <laughs> to acknowledge me. <laughs> Check out Little Steven's uh, Freedom No Compromise. It kind of, the, the funky kind of music that he plays there, it kind of is similar to a lot of the stuff you guys do. Sweet. I was listening to it on the weekend. I'm like, oh, this is kind of ginish. So speaking of ginish, so what are we what are we looking forward to on the new album? I kind of went off on a tangent with the Glory Sons, but 
What, what, you know, you said it's different. It's not the same as Peggy. No, it's, it's not at all. Definitely not. What no, are we? We got a punk. We got a, we got a punk song. <laughs> it's still gin. Yeah. It's still gin. Yeah. Well, no, it's. But uh, gin I like. Is, gin is always evolving. Gin's yeah. whatever yeah. it wants to be. It's whatever <laughs> it is. I think the. And that's cool, what fans want. The I cool yeah. thing that we've kind of come to understand over the past years that we've been playing together is that like. You know, I think a lot of bands get, like, wrapped up in... And I'm not saying this from a pedestal position, because I could be totally wrong about this, but I think people try to, like, um, push themselves into a niche and into a little alleyway where, like, well, we can't do that because then it won't sound like us. This is our sound. And our whole thing is completely embracing that, like, as long as the three of us are playing it, it does sound like us. Yeah. Because how could it not? Yeah. Because it's the three of us playing. Yeah. That's right. So, like, just, like, totally Mm -hmm. embracing uh, genre change. Yep. Embracing, like like time signature messes and just some whatever. songs that don't have any time signature mess and yeah. some songs you know have key changes and some songs don't and some songs i sing here he goes songs. talking all miles again like some in the songs. studio when i don't understand a damn word no it's it's true though Sorry, it's, my, I didn't it's, mean to swear it's like sure. literally whatever it is like people ask what genre we say and usually we just to umbrella it rock. we say rock right but it's like oh well, not even it's all over yeah you yeah. got right? funk you got blues yeah. i mean yeah. miles entered like this punk phase like a few months back and uh Good for you talk about something i never thought we'd ever play or even something i yeah. ever thought i'd be into and i'm like i love every single show like that's awesome I, i'm so excited to play those songs. they're so fun so you're playing these like, new songs now we have live? been yeah, yeah? well cool. and then there's new new songs right yeah. that we uh can't play yet. that we haven't <laughs> uh finished yet but yeah and um they're just um i don't know we I'm, don't say no to anything yeah really. i'm i'm excited for the new era because i've just like i want people to like hear the new stuff and be like oh i thought i thought i knew what they were doing because i heard their first album but i actually don't (laughs) (laughs) and i think that's a good thing because i as a uh i've been listening to music for a long time and i don't want to hear you know like a band like you know acdc just sounds the same Mm -hmm. every album i know there's differences but but the thing is it worked for them and they ran with it which is you can do that you can do that but after i bought a couple albums i'm like yeah i I got them all now i don't need them but when you get like there's bands like dawes even the arkells who i just been into they they're quite different how can you you like jackson brown and i like that thank you very much anyway you know okay i'm gonna tell you why i'm a dawes fan real quick okay when Letterman was wrapping up, and I'm a huge Letterman fan, he is a huge Warren Zevon fan, Letterman, so am I. And Warren had passed. So he wanted somebody to play, um, was it Rolling, Rolling the Headless Tom Gunner? Anyway, I can't remember what song it was by, uh, and he'd asked a couple bands. And Dawes said, we can do that. Yeah. And they performed it on his show. And they blew, and right away I went, and I went to Amazon, I ordered two of the records. Yeah. And I'm listening to them, like cutting the grass, different stuff. And I'm like, yeah. Sounds like Jackson Brown. Right? Guess what? He's on one of their albums. And I'm like, okay, that's why. But they're still like a hidden gem. Like they're nowhere near as popular as I think they should be, be. to be honest. Um, But see, they changed. Like those first four albums were one way and then they went way off and now they've come back a little bit with their latest album. But that's what I want. Like I know Ev says that you're not crazy about the newer Arkell stuff, but because it's different. But I like the fact that they went off. I'm not a big poppy guy. They went a little poppy, but... I still kind of dig it, but I like that they change up. Springsteen yeah. changes things up. Like, well, you can't. That's, you, yeah, you, you don't want to put yourself in a box. You can't suffocate creativity. No, yeah. right? Like when you're so focused on like, well, we can't do that because we got a hit doing this. Then it's 
then you start to lose some of that like magic that I think bands have in their early right. years. I, I mean, you talk about what what's yeah, that, that came from slump that yeah. like bands yeah. like put out yeah. their second record, and it's because because they think they know what what everybody else wants. Yeah. They start to cater to everybody yeah. else, but they don't cater yeah. to themselves anymore. So you lose yeah. that like like well, this got a lot of Spotify streams, so let's just do exactly yeah. that again. You know, right? And, and people are like, okay, yeah. The truth is, I don't I don't understand how we would even do the same thing twice because I don't know like you know I don't I because you were in a certain spot I don't know what gin is like I I, I wouldn't be able to say like well let's just do like classic gin there's no such thing like it's just like I don't I wouldn't even know how to keep doing the same thing like because we're just always coming up with something different well it's got to make it more exciting for you guys too you don't want to go up there and play the same stuff but I personally think like Like, I know what the drums are in this one it's the same as the last one wouldn't you want your fans to be like I don't know what's coming next as a music fan that's what I want I don't want to hear the same stuff with Bruce he gets he gets you know in trouble all the time because he's you know he went and did a western stars which is kind of a Glenn Campbell type of acoustic record that he did mm-hmm. and all the fans blew up and all because they want to hear born to run again well you know what you're never going to hear it again first of all you're different people right you're yeah, writing different. well he's also not 20 anymore so right, like, maybe give that. the guy a break you know like, but even you like you you guys are writing what you're writing now is quite different than where your mindset was five years ago right obviously yeah and your We're musicianship is different right yeah so i think as a fan i i, I the, the ones that want to keep people in a box drive me yeah. drive me nuts i'm looking forward to hearing i what think you guys letting are. influences influence you too and not being so scared of them yeah like, like, like out yeah. of time yeah yeah, like, yeah. Listening to out like, whoa time. this is so cool yeah. like i'm gonna write something like that you know yeah. it's like that's the beauty of like what how you get into these veins of like music creation yeah like well, you could tell these guys were influenced by these guys. It's like, I don't want that to be a bad thing. Like, yeah. It should, right? I agree. It that's should awesome. not be yeah. a bad that's thing. That's like, oh, so, I could hear that they were listening yeah. to that. That's sick. If somebody heard, like if somebody right. ever heard a riff I wrote or something, it was like, that's kind of like Jimmy Page. I'd be like, thank you so exactly. much. Right. I, like, yeah. I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> like, I've, I've, not, it shouldn't I've be offensive. my hands. Yeah. I've done it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like, you know, I read stuff, and you know, like with Springsteen, I was, you know, talk about him, but you know, he was influenced by Van Morrison. His early stuff, it, he it was almost identical. He was he was uh, influenced by Bob Dylan. Well, you can really see that in the first couple albums, but it's not a bad thing. It was a little different oh, take on well, Bobby Well, those Dylan. guys were giants at the right. time. How how could you not take advantage of that? And that's that, who you're like, listening to. So yeah. in your head, even my kid, I noticed that he's writing different because he's listening. He's not just listening to the Bruce Petty stuff anymore. He's he's into a whole all these different genres. Mm-hmm. And now his lyrics are different. You're like, oh. yeah. And you noticed that at the end. And even his last two songs for sure. were he's quite different. He's younger, too. That's, yeah, he's, he's young, too. So yeah. it's going to change. But he, he's changed. And, well, and it's funny because yeah. I think the big the bigger you get, like the more audience you get, the more people think you're completely original. You know, right. so like you might listen. Nobody to Zepp- You might listen to Zeppelin and be like, "That's the most original thing you've ever heard." Well, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't say that, but they no, are. I know, I know what you're saying. They, yeah. they are, and they're not. You know, it's like you listen to some of Jimmy Page's guitar guitar pieces like that. What's that? Tune? The rain song. Yeah, it's like so Jeez. classical. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like you can tell he's listening to classical music, and it's like people might look at that and go, "That's so original that you do that on an electric guitar." I mean, this is maybe a terrible example, but like. No, no, no. I get Everybody exactly is what you're influenced, saying. and it's so yeah. cool. And the yeah, it's just understanding that art is influenced. Yeah. Yes, everybody. That's right. And everybody borrows things from yeah. other people. Like that whole Ed Sheeran thing that went on not too long ago. Somebody yeah. just give credit. Didn't they, 
That, that's yeah. it. That, exactly. Just there's, give so many, there's only so many chord progressions also. So yeah. it's like, and 100%. if you're in the pop world, like you're in the four chord progression box. So <laughs> you can't Rock start, you, only three you can't start yeah. like, you know, yeah. splitting hairs with being like, well, that sounds like I could play 200 pop songs right now that use the same chord progression. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's. Greta Van Fleet, we know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Just admit it. You listen to Zeppelin almost exclusively yeah. when you're writing that. Yeah. 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 Just admit it. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's funny okay, when guys. I first heard them. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's okay. Zeppelin Jr. Here they yeah. are. It's all right. It's all right. But it's, see, even that, if they are a copy, it's now for a different generation who didn't i grew up on zeppelin yeah a lot of the generation didn't unless they go back and they're you know old souls like my kid but most people don't so you bring that to the forefront they're new to everybody else yeah no it's and it's cool and like like honestly if they would just admit that they love zeppelin i'd probably really dig it they're so so talented Uh, yeah and but they don't want that comparison whatsoever and yeah but they should just embrace it i would love it everyone knows you're not you're not hiding yeah everyone knows just admit it we just wrote we just wrote a song the other day that i was like this is a total Zeppelin, like, in, we're not, are we playing a note for note? No, no but, but like, we're taking the inspiration. And I hope people know. Right. Yeah. I hope sure. people hear and that. we'll admit it. Yeah, yeah. I will. If you think a song that we have yeah. sounds like Zeppelin, that's because we want it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one hell of a compliment if somebody says, that song sounds like Zeppelin. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why, like, I eight days a week, I'm taking that compliment and I'm going, <laughs> yes. Any George Harrison influences in your uh, music? In mine? Coming up? Like in any of the gin music because he's really, I noticed being in a studio with this guy he loves his Beatles right? I he do loves yeah his... and I I mean George Harrison is a huge influence in my songwriting but you know there's like a, there's a place for different influences as well. I mean we haven't really tried but maybe I think maybe when we day. when we start writing more like Americana stuff then yeah. we'll probably yeah. I, I'm we a big fan of um, the one George Harrison record please help me out I don't Oh, all, the, uh, all things. Yeah, so I listened oh. to that. Like, I just got that not too long ago. I can't believe oh. it. All the way through, it's I so listen good. to that like probably every week. It's so good. I found it because in a I'm so Incredible like record. it's it's like so inspiring. George Harrison is a brilliant. Mel- yeah, mel- the first time I heard that album, I was like, why isn't beat. everyone talking about George? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was like, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> why aren't we talking about this guy? Yeah, I felt the same way. George and John were my favorite Beatles, but okay. Before we wrap it up, this kind of leads me into a question. I'm going to ask you, the birthday boy, who was your biggest influence as a drummer? John Bonham. Yeah, John Bonham. That was that was fast. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm. You can tell I just read a book because I don't read many books, and I just read one. So, <laughs> so I've got all this little bit of knowledge I don't in read my it head. All either, so. John Bonham's son, Jason, yeah. actually played on Little Steven did an album called Born Against Savage, and it was it was his uh, nod to the to the rock gods that he grew up with. And uh, I can't remember who else is on guitar, but first guy he turned to was uh, Jason Bonham, and yeah. uh, what a hell he's a hell of a uh, oh, yeah. drummer yeah. too. Yeah. But uh, Jason Bonham, yeah, I loved him. That was a sad loss. I was supposed to go see Zeppelin twice. Once Robert Plant's son died, that got canceled. Then Bonham died. What a, oh, what a nuisance. Yeah. Buffalo. That's I never wow. saw Zeppelin. That was one yeah. of my, I grew up yeah. listening to yeah. Zeppelin. I never oh. got to well, see Well, that's, that's my all-time top 
everything else. Like, like really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think for all of us. Is that your influence? Then is that your band. biggest influence? If I were to Jimmy ask you, Jimmy Page, like, is like Both my. Of ours, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like That's pretty. What we learned on. Oh yeah, like the reason I'm. Yeah. Did anywhere. you guys listen to that? Like, did your parents have it on at home, same, yeah. or was it you? Same music. We, yeah. Really? When we played together. We would play the yeah. Zeppelin songs that we both listened. Like to since together. I was five, I have been so dedicated to loving oh, yeah. Zeppelin. Really? Jimmy Page oh yeah. At that more than age. everything yeah. else. Really? Wow. <laughs> like, you can't you can't go wrong. I mean, yeah. it's, it's one of the greatest bands of all time yeah. so do you guys i mean you, you like the same music you, you're you're in the same band do you guys fight much or like no. as bro- you got that sibling sometimes fighting have, everyone always asks sometimes that. we have like disagreements but like yeah, but, and then it's like we'll not see each other for like a half an hour no sibling and then f- scrapping and then he'll like come in my room and like fart and then i'm like okay we're fine <laughs> or turn the lights on a bunch of times on, yeah on no two, like, joe and i it sounds like a fun episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what are your? What's your biggest influence? Then would it be the Beatles, or do I know any? Is I there a secret think there's there? a little bit of Beatles in everything that I do. You couldn't get away from it. But like, honestly, since meeting these guys, like, I, I really think that the the band that's inspired me the most has been Zeppelin. Yeah. yeah. Just because they're so original in how they interpret yeah you know like and uh, we we're just talking about originality i'm uh, like they're obviously influenced but like the way that they the, the four of them come together and like the way robert plant performs like every single thing that he says is just like so yeah like dramatic in yeah. like the most amazing way and like i think that kind of lends to like every member of the stage being dramatic on their own instrument like mm. they're all just so like upfront with like the way that they're showcasing themselves. They so what care. about John Paul Jones? They don't care. What about John Paul Jones? Like, oh, you know, he's, he's, he never moved, but everybody, when I oh, read things, moved. they say he's, he's like... <laughs> he moved yeah. on the bass, though. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. His think, level's up here. He's like, just going. I think right. his his thing on, on bass is that he took what James Jamerson was doing in, in Motown and, and he, like, turned it into a rock and roll thing, which is kind of, cool. I mean... He's so funky. Uh, he's yeah. so funky. So he swings funky. Really, everything. Eh? Oh, yeah. He's like the f- he's, he's, he's so one of the funkiest sick. rock and roll bass players I've ever. Heard. Really he's busy, but oh he's busy around. You know, yeah. like he's he's this awesome amalgamation. Like they could be playing a a chord, but he the way he's playing makes it sound so sophisticated. Bottom's funky too. Bottom yeah. is he's swinging so funky. the. Sh- there's not a, there's not a single Zeppelin See, tune where he's It's not really funny. You, you, you're saying he's funky. Uh, both of these guys are funky uh, in the band. And when I grew up, this is how things change. That was called heavy metal. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's still now, heavy. Yeah. But it's. Like, That's what's so cool. About I, I can't it. believe they. It, to me, it's but blues it's now. British. It's blues. And it, yeah. Brit, yeah, but it's. Because the Brits swung. It yeah. seemed so Brits, heavy back then. Yeah. Zeppelin wasn't like straight. Hard driving, like it wasn't ever like you know, like maiden kind of. Yeah, no, yeah, there's a groove. There's a groove to everything Zeppelin does. That's what I loved about him too. Yeah, I didn't know that at the time, but I get why I like. I could sit here all day and and defend them against anything that anybody would have to say. I could, I could. Think think of the iconic riffs that they've produced. Yeah, like out of their songs, like whether it be Black Dog. Or uh, what's the song from Houses of the Holy? The Ocean. The ocean. Oh, yeah. yeah, right? Like, there's yeah. just so many of those riffs that you yeah. go, 
Wow, iconic, yeah. iconic, iconic, yep. iconic. Well, yeah. And not even riffs, but like their live performance is the best part about them, totally. right? Like they, they are hours. masters of dynamics. Yeah. I just like, seen a 1973 show of theirs. Uh, I got it on our Fire Stick, and uh, is it the song remains the same? No, no, no. I, 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 I have that one. Yeah, I have that that's one all on DVD. I to. That's no, that and that's what I did too yeah. when I was a kid. Song yeah. remains the same yeah. was my favorite live album. Yeah. Royal Albert Hall's. Oh my no! Yeah. These are just uh, these are just bootleg um, videos, uh, live concerts from seventy two, seventy three. There's a whole pile of man. And I watched Zeppelin. I was just blown away by yeah. how yeah. ahead of their time they were too. Yeah. That's the oh, other yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. To be honest, like any any negative, of, I think anybody who well, just blows anything who anyone who blows off Zeppelin, I think it's a lazy opinion. Oh yeah, because they don't yeah. understand. Yeah. They it's a it's a lazy it. opinion. Yeah. It is. I think so. But see, when I was a kid, Zepp. And the Doors were the big thing, right? And I listened to them both. The Doors I grew tired of. Zeppelin I never did. I I listened to Zeppelin yeah. since I was a kid. Well, they're Zeppelin will be timeless yeah. forever. Oh, okay, yeah. that's true. Yeah. I say I never. You are big into the Switch, British stuff, but I, yeah, yeah, I, man. If you st- yeah, big difference, like, eh? The Brits have a big thing in common, and that is, I'm telling you, man, it's the swing. Yeah. Like, Brits can swing, man, but and Americans. I mean, obviously, like jazz was invented in sure, America, so sure, they but... can they can swing too. But like a lot of the rock bands didn't pick up on that. Like the Brits were embracing that. Oh man, they're just like the Ringo, Keith Moon, uh, John Bonham, obviously the guy from Deep Purple. What's his name? Do you know the guy from oh, Deep Purple's name? Ian Pace. Yeah. I mean, they're all swinging, and like maybe everybody is playing straight on top, but the kick drum is always yeah. swinging, and it's just. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. You guys, I wish we were on TV because you got to see their faces. They're like, he, Miles is getting ready to eat a That's big juicy steak. <laughs> He's like, oh, look at that steak. I'm getting right, yeah. right into it. Yeah, <laughs> everything swung. And then John Bonham, John Bonham's, because a lot of the British drummers, the ones I've seen at least on old videos, they all swung. And they might, like Keith Moon, for example, like he was going crazy, oh, yeah. but he wasn't really hitting hard. No. Right. He right, wasn't right. really hitting hard. Whereas John Bonham, He's John Bonham was like the first, one of the first, I think the first British drummer where he took the, like the Brit swing right. and, and attacked it like, like yeah. he was trying to like put his hand through the drum. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then everyone in Zeppelin did the exact same thing yeah. on their own instruments, yeah. right. which is why they were so yeah. heavy, but it still felt as good as the light yeah. swing. Yeah. I think yeah. Deep Purple did that too. Deep yeah. Purple did that But see, time. that's right. And they were. And that yeah. was another band that was considered really heavy yeah. when I was a kid. And now I, I go back and I listen to that stuff and well, I'm like, because hey, com- Sabbath too, man. Yeah. They're British. Oh, oh. Compared to everything else, they, are they were heavy, Sabbath. right? And they're oh. swinging as well. Yeah. Masters oh, yeah. of Reality and those yeah. albums. I got oh, all those albums. Yeah. They're phenomenal. Yeah. They weren't sick. Although when I was a kid, Paranoid, that album kind of me nightmares but anyways i will that's I another see that. i could see ozzy osbourne it was kids nightmares. it was a little freaky for and, sure yeah i got to see sabbath with my cousin um uh, and uh i was young and there was a lot of profanity uh for a young man back then now you guys hear profanity yeah. everywhere but i you know it was ted <laughs> yeah. nugent black sabbath and uh yeah there was, there was a lot of my mother yeah. and father weren't happy about that one but yeah but they, it, i'm so glad i got to see Ozzy. Yeah. oh yeah just once because he's brilliant he really yeah. is he really was we were at the rock and roll hall of fame in cleveland and Evan was little, and there was there's an area where you go in and you watch the Rock and Roll Hall videos, right? And uh, so we're, he's, you know, Evan's into everything. Even as a little kid, he was loved old music, and we're watching. He's he's getting into it, and then Ozzy comes out, and he's got glasses on, but then they they zoom in on him, and they, he's got this evil yeah. look in his eyes, and Evan runs out of the room screaming. Ah! <laughs> 
Remember that, Ev? But I know you love him now, so he's a big fan of him now, but he was scared shitless. Oh, I could totally see. He was scared. I could totally see that. Yeah, young kids in Ozzy, that's kind of the devil. But anyways, we could do this all day long, especially if I had a scotch in my hand. It'd make it even a little bit better. Yeah, so I I now know if we just want to, if you want to hit that sweet spot with you guys, let's have one. Go. That's it. That's it, eh? I, I did not know that. That's I learned something new at every podcast. I had no I was thinking you guys were gonna tell me, honestly. And I know it kind of pigeonholes you into your into the uh, the way I see things, but I was thinking you were gonna tell me J- Jimi Hendrix, Joplin, even Prince. I just because uh, I've I've seen well, you guys Prince go you guys play Prince and uh, at one of the shows and I was like, Wow, they could yeah. kill Prince. Like, Prince, we haven't got. She killed. just jams Joplin a lot. I do get yeah. that a lot, which is like such th- a huge compliment. I always oh. think of uh, yeah. is it is it Betty White? No, no that Betty would Davis. that would be Betty uh, Davis. Betty 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 Davis. Nicole sounds a lot like Betty Davis. Really, eh? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's good yeah. to sound like different people, but you are gin, and you guys have your own cool, funky sound, and uh, I'm looking forward to the, the new album. Do we have any idea, though? I think I've asked twice, but EP, Tomorrow, when's it coming out? As soon as possible. ASAP. Are you going to do, like, all these bands? Like, you know, I said, the Arkells are doing it, the Sons are doing it, uh, the Trues are doing it, you know, and that one song out. Give it yeah, we, we have the single already picked out, like, the we, did, we, ready to we, roll? we know about that. Um that's that's about as far as we when's are. that coming <laughs> so when's that first single gonna get dropped when's it gonna drop? i would i would hope by the end of the summer yeah. cool cool You'll we find need some out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah picking that perfect song to drop though is interesting too because me and your dad were just having this conversation now about the, the next one that's gonna try and i don't know do you want do you want to put out the best one mm. but that, there's usually like, always one that sounds like a single the best how do you know which one people yeah. are going well, to that's right a lot of the time a lot of the time some like uh I know one of I know a few at least one Zeppelin tune you hear him talk about it was one it was like actually a, like a really big hit and they hate playing it yeah They're like a band that a, is a band, not a, uncommon a, though a band's yeah. like we don't like this song but we're gonna put it out and then it's their biggest song yeah. not uncommon they hate it. Uh, what's his name do you guys listen to the Crows at all Black Crows Black, Black, well I like the Black or Crows or the Counting Crows I like the Counting Crows a little more but yeah. I like them both but the Counting Crows we went to see them so I've been doing a lot of deep dives into them I didn't realize just how great they were I always liked them but. He said that like Mr. Jones was not he didn't want that one. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy because now it's up. every bar band's song, song, like right? Song, yeah. yeah. But when you go see them, it's like the it's like one of the least favorite songs in the night. You're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And they probably they might not even like playing it. No, well, not. he said yeah. he, and it probably comes across song. that yeah, way. Too. Yeah. yeah, I bet you it does. He probably doesn't care if he yeah. never plays that song ever yeah. again. That's probably why it feels so lackluster live. Yeah, yeah. Well, Springsteen okay. gave it up on Born to Run for a while, and then, yeah. he, then he turned yeah. it into an acoustic And that's a, thing. Ma- that's a mega y- Yeah, yeah you have to like fall back in love with your songs, yeah. right, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, oh. Just don't do this. I, I know too many people that they look back on their first recordings and go, ah, oh, it, it was great when it came out. Everybody loved it, and they pumped it. And they're like, yeah, you know, I'm not too keen on that. And yeah. I'm dealing that with that with my... I think, well, it's too late. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I hit something there. Sure. Oh, no. I think we'll always be proud of our first album. Yes, and you should. Like, I think it's it's an, a, I think it's a, a, a masterpiece. It really, I know that's a big word to use, but when you listen to that from front to back, we did it, we listened to it twice in a row the one day going to Jersey, uh, on the way to Jersey. And we played it the first time and we were like, we got to hear that one more time. 
and it just flows so nice. But it's a great piece of work. It's a it's a really nice piece of work that Thank you should be proud of for a long time. No matter where Thanks. you go and whatever direction you take, that one. And so hopefully, like you, you still play a lot of that stuff live. Uh, yeah. We play, well, we do Don't Talk, Don't Talk we do okay, Wonderland, um, we do, uh, yeah, no, well, that was, oh, yeah, that was on the record, Big Man. Yeah, we're going to work Big Man. That's a deep song. I didn't get into any of the, any of the songs, but that's a pretty deep song. It's a deep, it's, it's a deep one for sure. It is, and, and it's funny because the reality in that song is, just jumps right out at you. Yeah, like the, that's the, the effect. That the, the, uh, wherewithal to put that up. Yeah. I was hoping it would hit people hard like does. that. It does. Because when you, when you speak, it, something is different than singing. Because yeah. you can hide behind a pretty melody, but you can't hide behind somebody just saying the damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, no. It, yeah. It, yeah, there's there's some lines in there that just give you a shiver when you when you listen to it. Good them. to know. Nice. Yeah. It's working. <laughs> I, you know, I, yeah. I said to Joe Grusecki once, I was in Cuba, and I was listening to a song called Father and Son. I was walking on the beach with a drink. Literally bawling my eyes out. Yeah. I just started to cry. People were probably like, what the heck's with this old guy? <laughs> One too many drinks. But it was the words and what it did to you. Yeah. And he said that's the biggest compliment you can give any writer. It is. It is. It means it means everything every time somebody says that. Because I know how I felt when I was writing it and I know how I wanted it to hit but right. you don't know if it's going to hit people like that. So the validation is, is well, nice. It's, it's there. It's there. Yeah. So great great work on that. Really looking forward to uh, hearing the the new record and us uh, too. <laughs> looking forward to having you guys at Light of Day. That's going to be cool. I think you're going to enjoy the vibe. It's going to be cool because you guys are you're the only one that's not on Evdel. I feel really bad. You know, oh, talking well, about well, you it, didn't want it to sound bad. No, we, no. Yeah, well, we got that we got that other bad drummer, Mark Rogers, on it, and no, you know, no, he wouldn't let that. anybody else drum. He said, "No, damn it." I'm doing all the drumming on this yeah, record. But, I completely understand. But it, I appreciate you guys yeah. doing that, and you guys are going to be jumping up and playing with Ev and Frankie and Mark. I'm down, yeah. Right? It's going to yeah. be the happy-to-be-here band. He still hasn't found a bass player. Well, we can't. That's the story with every band right now. It is. Yeah. I, I've heard that. Trying to find it. He's got a drummer. He's got a guitar. You know, I played in... Six bands this summer so far because nobody can find bass players. Guys, so please start playing bass. Yeah, Listen, everybody. Man, high school kids. <laughs> yeah, high school kids. Start playing bass. Come to me for important lessons, part, right? Oh yeah, someone pick up an instrument. If you want to learn school. how to be bad at bass, come give me a call. Please. Yeah, call Miles because we need more damn good bass players out there. Because once Miles leaves with us to go on tour as Jin, there's going to be a lot of bands. There's going to be a lot of bands. Well, that's the funny thing. He said to him, he goes, if you ever stuck, I can I can do it. I'm like, he's so busy. He's never going to be able to play anyways. Because you're, you're a busy man these days playing, eh? Yeah. I hear you're playing Massey Hall. I have to bring this up. Oh, yeah. I'm playing Massey Hall this week. Coming. No big deal. This week? It's yeah. this week? The night yeah, before the our Glorious Sons second show. and third, and then the Glorious <laughs> well, Sons. Okay, so you're playing Massey Hall, and then you're playing with the Glorious Sons back yeah. to work. Yeah. yeah. Pinch yourself, right? Yeah, cool it's kind that? of a wild weekend. I don't know if it's hit me yet, so... When your dad told um, me, I found the chair. I'm just letting it. Massey. I'm just letting it be. Yeah. You know, shout out Dom though, because. Uh, yeah, that's the reason that uh, he got that opportunity. Good. Yeah, Dom Lewis. Well, you guys, all, you guys deserve a lot of success, and thanks for coming and hanging out, and 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 bringing back all my Led Zeppelin memories from when I was a kid sitting in my. That's what we're here for. But, buddy, we used to go after school to my buddy's uh, garage, and you know they'd pop open a couple of cold brews, and we. would we were only kids, and uh, they put on Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd. That's what we did when we were young. 
because I Sounds couldn't like play what I want to do today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really, really. Shout out to Mike Coachman and Steve Reuter. Remember that? They used to live around the car. Anyways, guys, thanks. Uh, we're going to play. I didn't know if you guys were bringing in instruments or not, but I guess you, it's kind of tough to play your music yeah. acoustically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to play us out with another one of my favorites. I love the way this, uh, this song uh, starts off. Uh, just a few little, little uh, housekeeping things before we go. Tickets are going to be on sale for uh, Light of Day 2023 on August 1st at 10 o'clock. It looks like it's going to be Eventbrite. I hate doing that, but my the Danima system uh, isn't cooperating with the uh, with the uh, ticket picker uh, and the seat picker. So we're uh, we're we're going to have to uh, give the money to Eventbrite. Eventbrite fix fix yourselves. <laughs> all, yeah. t- all ticket companies fix yeah. themselves. Fix well, yourselves. we've got to take be more system. like Danima. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem was the programmer who designed. Uh, the, the uh, seat picker, uh, you know, the, you know, the big, uh, we, it, it's perfect for general admission, but he just did it for the Seneca, and he hard-coded everything. Oof. So we tried to turn it over this week to the new place, and it's going to take hours and hours. So mm. we're going to be doing Eventbrite, so look for that on our website and on our Facebook page, and don't forget you can catch all of our shows on Spotify. Very soon, Apple, uh, what is Apple? Is that uh, I catch? Apple Music? No, no, but the, the podcast, whatever they call it, Apple Podcast, whatever that is, it'll be there. And it's also on 4680Q.com. You'll be able to catch this episode in a probably a couple hours. By 8 o'clock, I'll have everything uh, up there because I don't have a life. I just go home and Same. go back on my computer. <laughs> Two more stuff. Thanks to Nicole, Joe, and Miles from Chint for uh, a great, great time. Uh, Thanks, Dan. I think you, may have, you. I think you yeah. may have broke the record. I think we. I think you just broke John Cafferty's record. Did we do an hour and fifteen minutes? It's five twenty-nine. Oh uh, yeah, we did it's it. Five freaking twenty-nine. Take that. <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna leave you guys with a great tune from their album, Peggy and her ongoing adventures in Wonderland. Say that five times fast. You can say gin really fast, but it's now it's gin the band officially. Yes. Gin the band. It, yes. We will be putting gin the band on everyone on all of our posters and everything for Light of Day. So from the from that album, here's. Home with a girl don't that talk he about the money. five years ago. Got trust that he don't show where the blue man's getting cold. Woman wears a red pea coat that she found in the market for a penny roll. Drops homes in her kids' clothes, but the woman's gonna go. He's broke, but he's got no place to go. Got kids, but the kids got grown, so the big man's living though. Green girl's been a naughty no show in a house counting down from 24. Got trees, but they're on hold, cause the green gets pretty high.
Cause the money ain't gonna change And don't talk about the good days Cause the good days fade away Don't talk about the money Cause the money ain't gonna change Don't talk about the good days Cause the good days fade away So don't talk about the money Cause the money ain't gonna change Cause the good days fade away 